Hey, what's going on, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. I feel blessed to have my good friend Bridget Nielsen here with us today, and we're going to talk about ancestral healing. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, what do you do if you're going through it? I made this video, Bridget, like a little while ago, maybe a couple weeks, five signs you're going through you know, ancestral trauma healing, something to that nature, yeah. and a lot of people as I suspected, are going through that. Right. And it didn't give much information. It was more like, you're, you're okay, it's kind of a good thing, but there's a lot more to this. Yeah. And that I talked to you prior, asking if you'd come on. Um, Bridget Nielsen is, an, is, you probably will be humble, but I, in my opinion, you're an expert in this. Aww. And you really, you really know your stuff. And I was going through this for a long time, uh, not knowing, not really knowing what was going on with me. And then I, I stumbled upon your course and some of your videos on it. And it was like, oh my God, it was so helpful. So I, I'm very honored and, and excited to have you come on and share your wisdom with a lot of people I know who, who follow me, who are going through this and could use some help. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on, Bridget. Thanks so much, Victor. I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, you're very welcome. And your audience just loves you so much. So I'm just so Aww. honored to be yeah, a part oh, of this. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So thank you. Yeah, it's also fun to catch up. You know, yeah. I feel like I feel like we're being Bridget are busy and our schedules rarely allow for us to really come together. But whenever we do, we just jibber jabber the whole time and catch yep. up. It's like we like we never like there was no distance between that time, you know. Totally. Little so versions a few times a year. Yeah, right. Yep. Touch yeah. base. Right on. Absolutely. So, so Bridget, what would you? How would you define what does ancestral trauma mean? What does it mean exactly? Yeah, ancestral trauma is that which is passed down. Anything. I mean, a lot of it that we think about in at common scientific terms is like physical things passed down from our ancestors, right? Like breast cancer, like these things that are passed down in the family, physically. But it's anything that's passed down in our DNA that is positive. There can be incredibly beautiful things passed down in our genetics and like not so positive things that can manifest on a physical level, emotional level, spiritual, energetic, like playouts of certain dynamics. Like it's very permeating to our experience, our experiences here and now, even though it's like from ancestors maybe like generations ago it's kind of crazy but right. i mean we're into the crazy so it's fine. right so are they yeah. yeah they're into it we're into it it's good yeah yeah, yeah when I, I remember reading it might have been a book that i heard you recommend from mark wallum yep uh it didn't start with you i think he said something along the lines of a single drop of blood can determine if you were in you had ancestors in the holocaust so like yep. it's like a it's not just woo uh, spiritual stuff it's like a legit a legitimate thing that is we humans deal with basically would you agree absolutely and it's it's really cool actually because a lot of spiritual things are challenging or more challenging to measure yes but this is very measurable yeah like in the genetic epigenetic uh disposition and like what comes out in scientific studies and all of that very much so originates from energetic origins right yeah, but right. then it, it has to start in the energy to be able to translate into the emotions and the physical and all that's very traceable which is cool it's just something that isn't really that talked about in our right. western cultures and so we don't know that it's a thing yes but in most cultures around the world it's highly common like ancestors are a part of the conversation right yeah okay interesting yeah. awesome yeah so Bridget, what is your experience with this? I, I imagine you've been, I know you've been, you've gone through it. It's, it's been a, a process you've, you've experienced. So what, is there any, any like examples of it you'd like yeah. to share or anything that you just want to put out there just from your own personal experience? Yeah, sure. 
Um, I've been at this for, I guess, over 10 years. It was the first thing on my wow. path. Like the moment I had my awakening in my early 20s, this was just presented to me. Wow. Yeah. And it just happened to be, it was through family constellation work, which is a certain modality that's very powerful to reveal different ancestral patterns and such. Um, but through that, I was like, okay, well, maybe there's something here. And I started exploring it and I luckily got to explore it with my dad. He mm. was there with me in Los Angeles at the time and we would go and do these sessions together. And so much was revealed about different challenges that had come up in my life, even just being young and how to work through them. Uh, an example being that uh, I couldn't speak. I couldn't, I had no confidence to share anything out loud really no wow. i could not like the most petrifying thing to me as a kid was the idea of reading out loud to the class mm. oh my gosh i would just freeze and they would feel so bad for me that they would pass <laughs> and so i there was something obviously blocked in my throat chakra and i felt very shut down and i thought that that was just me like i thought that i was just you know i just I'm just shy. Just shy. Couldn't talk. And then little did I know that it was a whole ancestral thing because we have different themes depending on which biological uh, gender we incarnate into. So obviously like I'm a female and so then I have more female things that come up. So that surrounded a lot with the womb and with the throat and there was such deep radical suppression in my female lineage uh, going back generations on both sides of my mom and dad that they had been shut down so deeply in their throats and in their wombs that they couldn't express. Wow. And so I, being sensitive, a lot of us are super sensitive and we are the path of least resistance for some of these challenges to manifest, I was taking on that. And so once I started doing this work, everything started to open. And then I could speak and I could share and I could express in a way that I was not able to because all of that block of the lineage was being held on through me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So Bridget, do you notice other people are going through this? I know just from the what I gathered from putting out that one video that it seems like as some people start to go through an awakening, like you said, it's almost like it's an opportunity for this ancestral uh, baggage to be cleared through them. But it can be mm -hmm. quite surprising. But do you find a lot of people that just from your own audience and people you know are going through this sort of cleansing process? Absolutely. And a lot of them don't know that that's what it is, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not something that's out there in our spiritual conversation as much. But I think that's changing in the past couple of years. Like we're talking about it right now. Right. You know, and so I think this is going to bring a lot of clarity to maybe where and why things are happening for people. Yeah. I think that's what's confusing about it. Um, but a lot of people are experiencing it because that's one of the reasons that we came here. Like we came yeah. here to awaken humanity and one of the ways that we awaken it is through our lineage is like we're clearing up the baggage of humanity through right. the family that we incarnated into yeah there's certain themes that are resonant with our own soul growth and acceleration that we luckily get to <laughs> the opportunity to address through yeah. our own lineage and uh particularly now with everything that's been changing in the world as of recent um it's it's a mini trauma in humanity. Like there's different things that come up for different generations. We'll have like World War II or the depression or these diseases or this or that. And this is one of those things. And so 
it triggers those inherited traumas of like, oh no, like, is this disease going to kill me? Is, you know, are, are my family going to die? You know, yeah. oh, like we, we have no freedoms anymore. Like these different things are triggered in us that were latent. And so right now it's bringing those things up even more so that we can look at them and so that we can we can heal them because otherwise they would probably stay somewhat dormant or not be as obvious but there's an obvious nature to it right now so i definitely see more people uh in it like in the stuff and i think speaking to this being one of the ways that they can work on it and identify it is so so empowering yeah 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 Uh, yes and i find it to be very um profound profoundly positive for both the individual like yeah. i know as i've gone through different healings in my own personal life i feel more free mm-hmm. more expansive and of course like less likely to unconsciously perpetuate maybe the physical outcomes of those dormant energies which whether we're aware of them or not left unchecked they might manifest the same exact scenario as the past so uh-huh. i think and then collectively i feel like yeah, like there's this awakening going on and there's all this potential, but it starts with our awareness and, and we, we have to become aware of what is in us yes. that has created this circumstance we're in now yes. um, in order to change it. And, yep. and like I said, through through people, through individuals, it's, it's just this, this awakening of what's there so that we can create consciously a brighter future. Totally. So it's really, it's a good thing. It's like nutty to go through, but <laughs> it's like, man, this is really, it's going to have some amazing implications. It, it really is. And I feel like there's, you know, we're on our individual paths and then we tune into the concept of oneness where we're all connected and we're all unified. But that's a big thing to even kind of grok and think about. It's like, wow, we're like all one. But through the ancestral work, it's like one vein of the one to begin to orient with. And it's like, oh, I'm connected to this cultural lineage i'm connected to this genetic lineage and it's a way to be in unity with that and resolve and clean and clear that so that then you can merge in with the greater oneness of all of humanity so it's also a really powerful path to to oneness on our personal paths yeah and maybe like left unhealed or unprocessed it's like we are by definition then more so pinched off from that unity so it's like it's a necessary cleanse to reharmonize what do you say absolutely it's just like you know a cog in the it's 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 a block in the in the pipeline of like energy and love and flow it's just it's resistance you know and and it's life love like consciousness doesn't want to have those blocks yes and so it will do everything in its power to reflect to us like hey like you should probably look at this like (laughs) thing we need to look at and it's like i don't want to but Luckily for those of us that are sensitive and those of us that can consciously go, okay, I'm going to engage with it. Then we can clear those things out and things can flow for ourselves, for our families and for humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well said. Thanks. So this question, Bridget, is more of my own curiosity, something I think I'm experiencing. But my my question to you is, does ancestral trauma um, like overlap with past life, our own past life trauma? Mine seems to be kind of intertwined quite a bit. It's such a good question. Is it good? Okay, <laughs> it's good. It's such a good question. And it's so we were talking before we started because it was like Victor has been doing this. It's very obvious and like the questions he's been asking. Because uh, this is one that comes up because people are like, was well, this a past life or is this an ancestor? Or like what's going on here? Yeah. And I've definitely had the same experience. 
and in working with different clients and with myself over the years and just like seeing a lot of different situations and cases we come into this life with certain themes that we're playing out that we're wanting to explore and experience and so the ideal for the soul setup is how many different angles and perspectives can we meet this at mm. it's like let's check it out let's let's experience from a past life angle let's experience it from an ancestral angle like the similar theme yes to really like hone and understand it from different perspectives in a very deep way so i've experienced that too where like the th the shutdown throat chakra or lack of expression energy in my female lineage I also experienced in the past lives that I've recalled of being like a witch and mm. being burned at the stake for expressing myself. So the same themes come up. And so, again, however you want to address it, if you want to address it from the ancestry or from the past life, then it starts to just like it needs to be resolved on all the different levels. But you're seeing an overall theme. That's the way that I've experienced it. What's what's your experience? It's, it's been exactly that. Yeah. And I can I can only speculate like, OK, maybe I've had these past life issues that I want to work out um, in this lifetime. It would be advantageous to pick maybe a lineage to sneak to sneak on in with right? that correlates with that. So it's like a double whammy. Yes. Like, kind of like what you said. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like if. If this isn't obvious enough, we're just going to like hit you from like every angle. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. And it's kind of nice and it becomes very obvious because sometimes it's like, well, what do I do and where should I go and how should I go to this next stage of healing? And it's like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, it's hitting you from all angles. Like, so yeah. let's just address what's right before us. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's very helpful and something that would create confusion for me because when I was going through this real quickly and the, well, the example yeah. is like during an ayahuasca experience, I had this idea like I was going to lose a child mm -hmm. and I went through that feeling of loss and like like dread and come to find out through different past life regressions and yeah. just meditations I've had like a lot of lives where I've lost children abruptly mm -hmm. um, but then like you know as as the year you know months would roll on and I'm looking into it it would be like oh wow this feeling lines up with what happened to my grandfather mm -hmm. he lost his son and like, and, th and down the line, there's been a lot of loss of children and, and yeah. tragedies and, and with my parents and stuff. So what was the confusing thing for me was, like, well, which is it? Is it past lives? Is it ancestral trauma? And I, like you said, I, I think it's like exploring and becoming aware of the all the different angles. It's not mm -hmm. one. It's it's maybe all of them. Yes. And it's like, it doesn't have to be figured out. And, and the way I was going for it, more rather just looked at, looked at, accepted, integrated. Ugh. So you say? Good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Such good work. But I didn't know this, so I was like, no, but you I did. drove myself nuts yeah, for a long so, time. It's so great. No, it's so great. I love it. Yeah. yeah awesome. Powerful. Good. I'm glad we can clear that up. Hopefully, other it'll help others as well. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the other overlap I would say is uh, I found also correlation with my own childhood trauma, mm -hmm. and then it's almost kind of like I, I we'll just go with it, but we sort of already addressed this. But you say it sort of fits into the same thing, like it's all just related. It's all related. The The early childhood one is there's subtle differences in that or ways that you can go about utilizing it or differentiating it if it is early childhood and ancestral. If you did have an early childhood challenge or trauma, it likely manifested because of the ancestry. Like it's okay. something that, oh, your parents did this thing or there was an abandonment or there was abuse or whatever the thing was because that's what their parents experienced that's what their parents experienced and so it's passed on because it was just like this learned or this energetic thing that just kept on going okay so usually one of the source points is back in the ancestry 
And I find it very helpful to add this in because in my experience in watching other people, the early childhood parent dynamic is the most uh, fiery, intense piece to really look at. Yes, yes. Have you have you felt that or experienced that? Yeah, and we, we talked about it the one yeah. time where like it started out with past life awareness of things mm -hmm. I went through. And that's like, okay, that's challenging. It makes sense. But it's quite, I, mean, I was quite detached from it. It wasn't as in my body and, and physical and traumatic. Yeah. And then it got into the ancestral type stuff. And that was a little bit deeper, a little bit more intense. Yeah. And then it all led to like things I've been through in my own life already. And that was where yeah. like the, a lot of like the energy release, like the mm -hmm. real like physical, like, like obvious energetic healing started to kind of really... Um, release from my system yeah. and it was all related but yeah it was like d taking me deeper and deeper and and the, the deepest part I've gone to currently is more like my own childhood type stuff yeah and I, yeah I, I find that that's the case for most people and for myself too interesting yeah and in that space if that's the most intense and often it's challenging to forgive our parents or forgive ourselves or whatever for ha for what happened but if we can go back a generation or two and realize Oh my gosh, like my parents experienced this same thing. Yeah. Oh, and then we can start to build compassion. Yes. And like so much kindness, like to ourselves and our parents and the whole situation of just like, no one knows what they're doing. Like, there's no like guidebook, especially generations right. ago, for like being a good yeah. human. <laughs> and so then we can really like derive this deep sense of, of compassion and understanding of where it originates. And especially when you get into the energetic part of like, really tuning into the ancestors you can go oh wow and that can i think loosen the hold of the early childhood stuff yeah and really let that move and heal yes um, but they they definitely are different the the early childhood and the ancestral and there's lots of ways of identifying like is it childhood is it ancestry but there's usually some level of correlation that can be looked at yeah yeah, yeah. and i would say for me at the very least doing the ancestral healing, doing the past life work, it almost like made me able to access my childhood traumas. For mm -hmm. example, I've shared with them, I was hit by a firework when I was young, nine years old, very tragic, obviously. It was very serious. So intense. in the hospital for years, not for years, for months, or for like a week, a couple it weeks. It felt like years. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was gonna say it happened years ago, but I was in the hospital for weeks, it was yeah. serious. Wow. But I would always talk about it in a very detached way. Like, mm -hmm. I know this must have messed me up. But I feel like I'm fine. I feel like I'm totally fine, I felt. Yeah. But I was unable to even access the, how much it impacted me until doing all this other work for years. Mm -hmm. And now, lately, the last like, year has been, the theme is, for me has been like childhood type release that I can finally now get to and open up to and like hold space for myself to heal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's my experience with that. That's so good. Yeah. yeah, we can just bypass these experiences and then it's like, oh man, it, there's so much in it. Like mm -hmm. there's so much juice. And I feel like with what everyone's going right now, going through right now on the planet is gracefully, as truthfully, we can acknowledge that this is like a traumatic time, like yeah. for a lot of people that we can acknowledge that and not like numb out or like right. bypass like what's happening right now and really feel it so it doesn't have to become like a trauma like that. Yeah. It's like, it was fine. 2020 was no big deal. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, there was something there and like, let's yeah. be kind to ourselves. So I feel like as we go through this and we heal our past little selves, it also teaches us how to make sure that we carry on forth in like a very clear way so that we don't traumatize ourselves like 
in adulthood or right. with what's going on in the world. Yeah we, yeah, we we discontinue the habit of storing up stuff. It's like, yes. Let's feel what we've been through, even last month, and, yes. and like let ourselves come to like a an emotional peace with it. Yes. You know. So, right <laughs> totally. on. Yeah. yeah. Stuffing anything is not a good idea. No, it's it's not. And we've been doing it unconsciously for so long. And yeah. now it's like we're not and it's not easy. It's maybe mm-hmm. in a sense easier to be completely oblivious emotionally yeah. to the things that impact us. But as we see from our earthly situation, it's not serving us. To no, go it doesn't forth that work. Way. Like that's the reason why everything's happening things are crazy right now right on now. the planet is because yeah. we haven't acknowledged that things were happening on the planet. And yeah. so now we're needing to like really see it, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so I know for me, I felt very stuck for a while with this. For one, I didn't understand it. Yeah. I felt like even though I'm like a spiritual guy and I'm into the esoteric concepts, when it came down to it, I found it hard to believe are these intense emotional problems and blocks I'm becoming so that are coming so much in my face? Are they really from, you know, ancestral trauma? Mm-hmm. So the understanding was also helpful, but also um, finding things that were helpful was yeah. also powerful. Like, okay, okay, I can get on board with this, but what do I do? Yeah. So my my question to you, Bridget, is like, people are probably like, yes, yes, relating with it. Like, mm-hmm. do you have any suggestions? Like, what do you recommend for someone going through this? Yeah, I mean, the first step is to really just start looking back, like looking back at our family lineage, because often, I mean, we've been so disconnected from our family and our land spaces. Like, where do your ancestors come from? Right, like. I know a little bit because I, right. I did some of the homework yeah. per your suggestion, but I but I didn't really know that much. You're you're not from America. <laughs> yeah. Let's just right. say that, yes. right? Yeah, Italy, Germany. Right, and so we're we're far away from our homelands. We're far away from like our cultural heritages. Yes, and in that, it seems like oh, it's fine. It's like one of those other like oh, it's all yeah. good, and it's like no, like we were married to the land. Like mm. our, like we could feel the land so deeply and the land knew us. And like for generation after generation, there was these pulses and these impulses of spirit and life coming through in certain locations and through certain cultural groups that have incredible gifts and beauty that all of a sudden we're just like displaced from. Yeah. We're just like a transplanted plant somewhere else, like alone, away from like what that remembrance of our purpose as as a culture is like as a people's is right and so reconnecting with that like with that uh that essence and that spirit of who we are and like who our ancestors were and like are because they're still loving energies like in our fields is something so powerful it's so empowering and there's so many gifts and beautiful things that can come from it so it's really just starting to explore it's Mm. like calling your parents calling your grandparents if they're still alive aunts and uncles getting all these different perspectives and starting to hear the stories yes like hearing the stories of what happened and then also tracing the different you know timelines and like documented experiences of you know like I don't know, ancestry.com or things Mm -hmm. like what's like, what happened? Who were they? Where did they come from? What were their stories? What were their challenges? What were their like strengths and beautiful things? And starting to, to feel that and understand that things will start to awaken in you that Mm -hmm. are really, really powerful. And then you'll also hear in these stories and these things, these correlating, like, Oh, like this ancestor had this major trauma, probably should look at the world war two trenches, like death, you know, like, probably should look into that or like this ancestor had this happen so then you can start to see like 
that could be something to look at. Um, as well as, oh, like that ancestor had, you know, some kind of psychological disorder. Oh, that's interesting. This, our, our family members do too, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can start to see things that are passed down and little markers and you can start to feel like that deeper cultural pulse that that is part of your lifeblood and your gifts in this life. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things. By the way, Bridget has an amazing course that was like a godsend for me. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk. It's relevant right now. I, I'm going to say, I remember uh, like last year I came to Sedona uh-huh. and I came to my friend Aaron Dowdy's house and he had all these like pieces of paper cut up in a hat or something. Did he? And he's like, bro, I just got done with this hour long meditation. And he, he was like going through some of the rituals you suggested. Yeah. And at that point I started doing it and you gave me access, thankfully. Uh-huh. And then like all of our friends were doing your course and it was so helpful. But I remember now that I was, I went through it. One of the things you suggested is you had this list of questions yeah. that you suggest that, you know, if possible, you ask your parents or grandparents. Yeah. And I did, I called my mom up and I was like, Hey mom, I got a, it's going to be a weird one for you. I got some questions. I explained to her what's going on. Yeah. I tried to kind of sell her on the idea of ancestral trauma healing. She's like, I don't know if I buy it, but I'll answer your questions. Yeah. Cool. Good enough, mom. And it was like, it was so helpful to see all the correlations. Like yep. you said, it really helped things like start clicking for me. And it's uh-huh. like, ah, it, it made me immediately have more of like a, less of a resistance to the, the, the energies coming up. It was mm-hmm. no more like, oh God, what's this? What's happening? It's more like, ah. It's just that. Yeah. It's just what happened to grandpa or something. Right. But one of the things I didn't do, now that you reminded me, is I remember in the course you're talking about all like the benefits. Like, yeah, well, there's trauma. That's like half the equation though. There's yeah. talents, yeah. you know, and like I have not done that. Like dug, like dug into like my cult, like, my cultural heritage, like, like, like what was it like to be Italian, you know, 100, 200 years ago? I don't yes. know. I've done, not done that. But yeah. I, I can see where there's a whole other flip side where you can draw from mm-hmm. the the attributes that are there parallel to the, the traumas. So yes. I'm glad you brought that up and thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. It's a wellspring. It's, it's a wellspring of energy because we have spirit connecting in from the top of our head, you know, like our, all of our guides, all of our angels. We've got the earth below, like supporting us from underneath. Yes. But then from behind, like that energy of I got your back, mm. like I've got you through everything in this life as a human. Like I, I've been through this, you know, we've got like thousands of generations that have been through this and come out through whatever challenges or tribulations and whatever beautiful things to carry forth and transmit to us yes. energetically. And even, I mean, fully telepathically where we can have guides that are our ancestors that are aware of us hundreds of years in the past. Like they yeah. knew we would be here. They're talking to us now. Yes. And that is so profound and so beautiful. And I mean, I can feel all like your cultural lineages and like those pulsing. Oh, really? Is get- yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, and really tuning into those is just I mean, it's part of our uh, I don't know, inheritance. It's part of our inheritance in this life to draw upon. And um, and the the energy of like our, our culture or these certain peoples that we come from, it really starts to celebrate all the different um, colors and flavors of humanity because each one has different gifts and each one is uh, has an overriding what they call a folk geist which is like hmm. a archangel that oh, presides wow. over each cultural group so each of us have a guardian angel but then each group has an archangel oh, and wow. that is 
that so we can draw upon the the spirit of that archangel to like help us through all these different things and it's just yeah it's incredible that's fascinating I, i'm gonna go back into it okay I, I know i'm gonna be getting emails so by the way my friend if you're interested in bridget's course which again it's like something i literally went through my many people many of my friends have as well it's it's phenomenal and it's so what we need if you're going through this so yeah. i'll leave a link down below for those of you on youtube and for those listening to the podcast go to awakeninghelp.com slash ancestors nice awesome so we kind of touched on this organically, Bridget, but one of my questions I had written down, so I would say aside from what you said, what are some other things that people have to look forward to just in, in healing some of these, the, the traumas and, and basically going through this experience of ancestral healing? What are some of like some more benefits? You've yeah. already said quite a few actually. <laughs> well, well, your peeps will like this because uh, all of those uh, psychic clairs like the clairvoyance the clairaudience like all the deeper intuition like all of those kinds of faculties start to come online yeah and it depends on what your lineage is it has certain beautiful proclivities and like energies that pulse through but certain deep gifts on a on a psychic intuitive level can start to open up Mm. um and then also you can start to befriend these really profound ancestors that are called the shining ones. Like they're the ones that, that knew, like that were awakened, I guess you could say, um, that, that are through the lineage. It could be like, you know, seven generations back, could be a hundred generations back, but they know you, they feel you. Mm. And so you're like connecting this like dot of lines of like awakened humans really? within your lineage. And whatever they experienced in that timing, they can guide you through on a very like human level and transmit whatever's needed for you now in a different way than your guides, um, you know, or, or, or spirit can like on a different wavelength. Okay. So yeah. you're saying like lineage, all lineages essentially have throughout the timelines or whatever, have folks that have come in that have been like enlightened and awakened and we can, we all have one or a few or some yes. of those types of individuals that we're intimately connected to that we can, you know, draw resources and guidance and support from. Yes. That's amazing. Wow. I didn't know that. They're aware of you. They're like, it's yeah. just like I've had the experience the opposite direction. So I've, I've had dream like very like life changing, profound dream recalls where I'm aware of a, a future generation like generations in the future of one of my lineage. Wow. And like in the dream, like she called to me and like I answered that call and like supported her. Wow. Because nice. like all time spaces now, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And and these and it used to be, you know, even though we think of like I guess a thousand years ago everyone was in like the dark ages and everything was really dim people in those days like the the veil between realms was much more actually palpable and like spirit was much more easy to tune into in certain mm. ways according to steiner and so they could see like through dimensions wow and and so they can see us now and they planted seeds and prayers for us now that we can retrieve and really draw strength from in these times Amazing. Yeah, yeah, there's like there's a whole other side of the coin. On one hand, a lot of us are maybe primarily becoming aware of the traumas, the the challenges, but yeah. but after clear that out, yeah, and then it's like there's other stuff there, yes. gifts and gems waiting for you. Yes, psychic abilities uh, and just like yeah, connections with 
with uh, support. Yes. That's one of the things I was gonna I was gonna mention that like I realized in going through this how supported I am by the mm-hmm. plants, yeah, by people, the right people, the right courses, the right just you your messages would come into my life when I really needed it, um, and it's like. We're going deep with this, you know, a lot of us anyway, but yeah. there were to the depth we're going, there's like that degree of support that we're also becoming aware of. That's that. So it's like this, like this, I don't know how to put it into words, but it's, it's really profound. basically. It, it is so profound. Like, and, and most people don't get there because like the muck can be a lot. Yes. You know, and, and it's a lot to work through and it's a lot for one person in the lineage to like take on Mm -hmm. you know and it's not for you to take on alone like a lot of people like you know us hero light workers are like yes like i'll go like clear my whole lineage myself it's like dude no good luck like that's that's way too much for you yes and so it we're being asked to also receive from those that are healed like within our line to help us through this process it's just that we're the one illuminated to the uh, the muck that we need to like then clean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once we're once we move through it, then there's there's real real support there that we could draw upon. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Are there any other like like things you would just recommend people who are going through this? Like I know for one of the things I learned through my own experience was like to be patient with myself. Uh-huh. I was so it can be like. Like, uh, almost frustrating yeah. when, with the myriad of different triggers. You, you think you've made progress and we have, mm-hmm. and then like, oh, there's that feeling again. Mm-hmm. Oh man, when will it be gone? I would have that sort of thought pattern. Yeah. And I realized like, I just need to get really be patient with myself and sort of respect the gravity of, of the muck essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything like that? Any other just sort of practical words of wisdom for folks that are kind of like knee deep in this? <laughs> The knee deep in it. Um, I think that it's often when you're in the mucky muck that um, it's important to be, we merge like a lot of, most of your peeps are empaths. Yes. And we merge deeply with whatever we're doing, whether we like it or not, even if we don't intend to. Right. (laughs) And so you can be like so in it and it is absolutely true that you can step back from that. Um, cause a lot of it, most of it is not yours. Right. So really kindly having the courage to not take on. Yes. Is powerful in and of itself. So stepping back and, and taking a breather from that. And that's one of the great pieces to the constellation work exercise. Um, so powerful. There's usually in every big city, there's some kind of family constellation that you can try. It's an empath nightmare. I'm going to, I'm going to say it's, (laughs) I know that that's like a really strong statement, but it is because you, you consciously merge, but then you have to consciously separate back out back to yourself. And there's no greater skill. Like at this point, I think for us, especially doing this ancestral work, but like in life, like whether it's like with a partnership or whatever it is. And so being kind enough to yourself to not stay in the muck and to separate back out into your own energy and to refuel and rejuice and receive to then be able to feel empowered to go back in and, and do the work as yeah. well. So yeah. yeah, that would be my, that's, that's gold Bridget. And that's something I did not do. 
I had that sort of ambitious, I want to just get rid of this. So I, I kept diving in through yeah. ayahuasca journeys and, and San Pedro and I do my own past life regressions. And it was like, you keep looking, there's more, there's more, there's always more. Yes. And I became so confused. All that, the whole reality became sort of projected into my life. And I just felt very paranoid and I just got too deep into my shadow for way too long. Yeah. And it was like... It got crazy. And, and I, I learned that from just my own experience. Like, I maybe just need to be patient and manage this. And like you said, pull myself out. Forget about it. Yep. Become Victor again. Just go through my life. And then, like you said, allow yourself to receive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and go at, go at your own pace. It's not a race. Yes. It's not our obligation to heal the whole world on our own. No. It's a noble idea, but no. it's not wise. And it's yeah. probably impossible. It, yeah. You know? So... <laughs> That's gold. If I would have heard that two years ago, man, my life would have been, I would have alleviated a lot of my stress. So I'm, I really wanted to just sort of Bring throw some hot sauce onto what you just said there because that's that's gold right there. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be uber, uber challenging. And those integration periods, I mean, I'm a gung-ho freak as yeah, well. Yeah, like, I just, <laughs> yeah. I want to get all up in there. But it's one of those things that like that those integration spaces, I don't think we can, I think like, five years ago like in these past five years we could get away with like that deep immersion Mm -hmm. without integration or without like rejuicing and like coming back to ourselves but I think right now with what's happening on the planet we can't get away with it like we really have to make sure our own cup is full and we're in our own energy before we like step back in and that's not bypassing but that's just being um I don't know, like responsible. <laughs> yeah, and also honoring ourselves. Like yes. I don't need I don't feel like I should subject myself to that 24/7 7 mm-hmm. days a week. Yeah. It's like that's it's I'll do what I can, but I love myself enough to like allow myself a reprieve once in a while. Absolutely. You know? So I learned a lot a lot of lessons in doing that the wrong way. I learned like yes. compassion for myself and oh, self-love me too. Me too. And, and all sorts of, you know, humility. Yes. Like Victor, you're being a bit bold there, buddy. Um, so a lot of lessons from that, but if I could have avoided the whole thing by just hearing that and knowing that, man, that's, uh, that's very helpful. Yeah, that's good. Good question. So Bridget, man, we could probably talk about this for 10 (laughs) hours. This is so, so good. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. It's an honor. Thanks. Where now? Where can people follow you or like find you? Find your content. Me, find me. Uh, I am well podcast because this is podcast. So podcast, um, my podcast is Wild and Awake yes. with Bridget Nielsen. So you can come over and um, I have, well, I don't know when this will go out, but I have lots of episodes out already. So that's been really exciting. And I'm on YouTube as well. So you can just Google my name and okay. you'll you'll see that. Perfect. And um, and my website, I am no longer on Instagram. I know. And I, I respect know. that so much. She, Bridget wants to really not filter her creative expressions through this modern social media little rigid template yeah and and i i think that's amazing so i'll I'll leave the links for your youtube channel and your podcast and your website yeah um, both on my podcast you'll see them there in the description and also especially on youtube there'll be clickable links awesome so thank you again bridget thank you so much yep and love you all love love your audience they're all so awesome i know and i love your audience i've done stuff on your stuff too and there's there's probably a there is a lot of overlap in fact i know that yeah yeah awesome thanks Vic. you're very welcome